Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. The social media landscape is full of trolls just waiting to tear you apart what seems for their own enjoyment. So how surprising is it whenever you're scrolling through one of your feeds and you find out it's one of your friends that is posting something that just takes your breath away and seems to be a direct assault against you. Bullies. Bullies are everywhere. But sometimes people are reacting out of their pain instead of coming from a place of progress. So what do you do when failure in your life is acting like a bully? It's not just a lesson that it wants to be learned. It is actually a persona that wants to see your success pulled down to its level. It wants you contaminated and corrupted. What do you do when you wake up at 2 a.m. and it's looming over you in the dark and says, just who in the hell do you think you are in trying to move forward? What are all these other people going to think when they find out what you are really like? See, that type of failure that is bullying you is no different than the social media trolls that want to take you down. So if there's one thing that you can get out of our time today, it's this. You always counterattack where there's weakness, not strength. And it doesn't matter if you're being bullied in the workplace, online, or maybe if it's those mental bullies that are showing up trying to take you down to their level. Okay, so when do we stand up for ourselves and when do we let things go? You always stand up for yourself when you have the personal power to back up what you need to do. I'll give you an example of this. If uh, you have somebody in your inner circle that is bullying you and going, who do you think you are? You can't survive uh, without me. You, you can't go out into the world and achieve anything. I'm the one who holds all the strings to your success. Well, you're not going to let them in on your plans of being able to get out until you have the ability to leave. Because what's going to happen is once you state your position, you're going to be challenged. Whether you're stating your position with someone else or whether you're doing it internally in the middle of the night, whenever those fears have decided to wake you up, you never state your position unless you're ready to move forward with a plan of action. Because what's going to happen if you say it too soon is that then that fear is going to know 
that you don't have the resources to back it up. And then it's going to to get you to change your position and go back to a place where it's in power. So, you know, there's an old adage, pick your battles. I can have somebody online that uh, makes some disparaging comments and I let it go on by. And then there's somebody like my close friend who made some comments and I went, no, um, that goes against my values and they're on my inner circle. So I need to address this because I will back up with my personal power who is allowed into my life. Okay, so step number one, what you want to realize is all conflicts are value disagreements. So whether it's with a friend, whether it's political differences, or whether it's fear, it has a value, they have a value, and you have a value that is not in agreement with what they have. You know, I have a lot of friends that um, are a, a different political persuasion than I am. I'm fine because we still have core values that we share that we can use to grow. Where I draw the line is whenever I am personally attacked for having those core values. So like I said, I'm, I'm going through my social media feed last night and I see a close friend who made some disparaging comments uh, that were political that personally attacked people who had that conviction. And so I had to answer because I was willing to back it up with personal power, but I didn't take it personally because as soon as you take it personally, they hold the power to control you. So instead of taking it personally, I just said, hey, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, everything that's in direct contradiction to what it is you said. So your statement is actually discriminatory. That was it. I didn't say I was being discriminated against. I just said, I do hold those values. And, and so that I'm not in agreement with this. Again, you have to stand up for yourself whenever someone close to you has the power to do what's known as contamination or corruption. Contamination always starts first. Contamination is when they try to poison you personally. And then after you've taken the poison, corruption is when they get to hold you down and use your personal power for their own gain. Now, once I had stood up for myself, she reached out to me privately with an apology. It wasn't wasn't needed. But with an apology, and I found out that she was being ghosted by someone else online, and she actually posted that to try to get back at them. And therein is the problem. She was taking the ghosting personally, and she tried to go after that person using that person's tactics. You can't go against their strength. That, that's what they're the very best at. Now, what you can do is discover their weakness. So that's step number two. A bully will always exploit 
your weakness. So you had better know what it is. And there are six weaknesses. I'm bringing up my notes here. And so weakness number one is going to be fear, the fear of being wrong. So when you've accepted that lie about yourself somewhere in your conditioning, the fear of being wrong, well, that will always lead to you trying to prove you're right. So that can be weakness number one. Weakness number two is, and by the way, weakness number one leads to all the the following fears. Weakness number two, the fear of uncertainty. You're not quite sure how to move forward to where you're going to be in control of your own life. That leads to you being controlled. This is the reason why I started off with you never take a personal stand unless you have the power to back up that stand. And if you don't have the power yet, you need to be finding a way to get it. Number three, the fear of not being needed, which is going to lead to others or your own internal fear, having you stepping and fetching by doing too much. You've got a to-do list that never ends, and you are typically doing more for others than you are for yourself because you're afraid that they're going to cast you to the side. Number four, the fear of being a victim which is going to lead to the need to take everything personally and be lashing out at people. Your internal fear right now knows what your weakness is, and it's using this against you to be able to control you, to dominate you, and to keep you in an area where you are stuck and struggling. You're afraid to step out. Number five, not being special not being recognized for your talents, strengths, and abilities. So this leads to the need to be important. Now, you will find ways to be important two different ways. One is being the martyr and sacrificing yourself, which then plays into number four, uh, or excuse me, number three of doing too much, or it'll also show up as trying to dominate others. (laughs) You want to know when someone is acting out the need to be important, whenever they're uh, perpetrating a crime, perpetrating a crime against you. They are the most important thing in your life right then. So that's because they never learned how to use their strengths in an area of significance And instead, they're going to go to the lowest common denominator. Now, we're talking about others, but this applies to your own internal fears that are telling you you can't move forward in life. And then the last one, number six, is not being liked. And so you'll want to be appreciated. You'll want to go along with things that you know are in direct conflict with what you value, because maybe then they'll accept you and they'll see that you're okay. Uh, No, that's how you get used. Okay. So how do we apply all of this to the 
<laughs> I'll get it out, to the fear of failure that has been holding you back in life. Step number three, you have to give that fear of failure a personality. You have to give it a label, a name, a gender. You can't be vague with it. Because when you give things a label, you hold power over them. I'll give you an example of this. Uh, you can have a woman that has gone to multiple doctors to try to figure out what's wrong with her. And then she finally finds one who gives her a diagnosis. The doctor says, not sure, um, but I'm thinking it might be this. Psychological studies have shown that her pain will abate temporarily, but it will abate approximately 30%. Why is that? Because finally someone gave her a label that they, they gave her a diagnosis. They gave her something that she could use to get a handle on it. It wasn't just a vague, loose net of symptoms. So your fear, it wants to be ambiguous. It wants to be like a mist or a shadow in the night. Mm -mm, call it out into the light. Whatever's waking you up in the middle of the night, give it a label, give it a name, give it a gender. Give it a description. Maybe it's a cartoon character. Maybe it is purple mist. I actually had one client do that. It, it was a purple mist that would come after her in the dark. So maybe it is something like that. But once she was able to, to label it, now she had power over it. Have you ever noticed that um, one of the first things that Adam was asked to do in the Bible was to name all the animals, to name something so that you control it. It is the same reason why if you go on any type of vision quest and one of your guides shows up, you're not supposed to share their name with anybody else because in doing so, you then weaken the power you have with that connection with your guide. It's also the reason why couples that are close in intimacy have pet names for each other. Okay, so you've got to give it a label. And then number four, what's its weakness? See, it's been exploiting yours all this time. Out of, out of those six that I gave you, so what's its weakness? You know, I had fear show up not too long ago over some actions that I had to take. And I was like, oh, wait, hmm, what is, uh, there was someone I really valued. And, and I'm like, what are they going to think of me um, once they find out that I had to take this action to protect myself first before I could move into progress? And uh Fear was using that against me. And so, you know, fear, um, that fear's weakness was actually my strength. I lay it out all on the line. Uh, sometimes I am almost too honest to a level of brutality. So I said, you know what? I'm willing to pay the price for what this person thinks of me. So I told him the very next day because that was the fear's weakness. Okay, is that, oh, you don't want anybody else to know. No, I'll tell them. I have no problem with it. So what is your fear's 
weakness and how can you begin to exploit it? The very thing it wants to keep you from is it your strength. And if it is, that's the next thing, number five, you need to act on it. You need to implement. When something comes to you that is progress-oriented, the longest you should ever think about it is 72 hours. You do any more than that, and you are training your very powerful mind that fear has a hold on you. Now, sometimes we need to wait 72 hours before we take action because we're too emotional around it. You need to take the emotion out of it because whatever triggers your emotion controls you. So if if any emotion is going to be triggered, I'm going to be the one to do it. I'm going to be the one that flips the switch. I don't hand that over to anybody else. First 33 years of my life, oh, I did. And people triggered me all over the place, which meant that they got to control the outcome. The bullies in your life know how to turn on your light for them to be able to use. They use you as a power source. Time to take those triggers away. But then that leads us to number six. A house divided cannot stand. There will be a part of you that will not want to move forward. There's a part of you that has been controlled by this fear for years, maybe even decades. So there's a part of your personality that is going, oh no, I need to avoid the conflict. Uh, I, I need to make everybody happy. Uh, I need to to make sure that everything is soothed over. And that's how you were controlled to start with. The person who did it may be long gone from your life. I'll give you an example. There was a woman a while back who shared with me that she was raised that you should never inflict any type of pain. Don't spank your children. Um you know, always be kind in your actions. I completely get that. It's a wonderful way to live. But it can also be very naive when you have someone who's using that against you. And she needed to leave a personal relationship. But in doing so, it was going to cause the bully in her life pain. Can you see where we got a problem now? And the bully knew that. And it was using it against her. Okay? So she could never make that a strong part of her personality. She needed to find something she valued more than pain avoidance. So maybe it was going to be personal growth to where um, she was going to be able to leave to grow into her best self. And in doing so, it was also going to require the bully to grow because she would no longer be there in a codependent way for the bully to use as his personal mental punching bag. Remember 
All conflicts are value conflicts. You are going to have to learn to value something more than your previous conditioning of pain avoidance because you've only got two ways that your brain moves. It's either pain avoidance or it's progress producing, and you cannot do both of them at the same time. So when fear wakes you up in the middle of the night, you have to understand its weakness, your strength, and you have to value your strength when you counterattack and say, this is what I'm going to do. This is the value I'm moving into. This is the real me that I am going to start revealing. And this is the action that I'm going to take. Okay. So what all have we covered? We've covered that there's two types of failure. There's either a lesson to be learned or There's the failure that comes along with fear that wants to contaminate your progress and corrupt you to where your personal power is then used to hold you back, hold you in a painful state. We've also looked at when do you stand up for yourself? When you have the personal power to back up your position, if you don't have that power, don't stand up for yourself just yet. At least not outwardly. Inwardly, start amassing the resources that you need to be able to move forward. All conflicts are value disagreements. And you need to start valuing something higher in yourself. A bully will always exploit your weakness. So you better know what it is. So that way you can act on it. And by using your strength, you also want to look at what's fear's weakness out of the six that I gave you. And you want to counterattack where it's weak. Give your fear, give your failure a label so you can hold power over it. Now, if this has made sense for you, I have something for you to take action on. And this is what it's going to do. It's going to give you what's known as transfer of authority and transfer of power. It's going to help you realize what you start valuing, where you are the strongest, understanding how you've been programmed to be weak, and give you the ability to move from pain avoidance into progress producing. It's called Wealth from Within. It is a six-part course that combines everything I've learned as a certified hypnotist, instructor, and rapid results coach for you to be able to move forward in life with what's known as an identity upgrade. Because if you don't know how to trigger and turn on your brilliance mentally, emotionally, and physically, what you're going to focus on, how you're going to use that stress as extra energy for success, and how to continue to move forward every single day with implementing for rapid results. If you do not know how to bring those three pieces of to get together to be your very best, you will continue to do it for someone else to reap their results off of the back of your hard work. Because that's how life 
is. We're either doing it, we're going to be better so the world is better, or we're making it better for someone else, but we're doing it at the expense of ourselves. It's called the human condition. It's time for you to understand how to do an identity upgrade. So this is what you can do. Go to drewdawnferguson.com forward slash WFW. Stands for Wealth from Within. Got to keep it easy for me to remember. And there you're going to have the ability to be able to access the course at a special savings. And that special savings is only for this month. Or you'll have the ability to work with me privately so I can assist you in moving forward faster, quicker, easier. And I'll give you the course as a bonus. If you choose to get the course and you decide it's not a fit for you, I'll give you your money back. If you choose to work with me privately and you get the course as a bonus and you feel like the course was not a fit for you, I will not give you your money back. I'm working with me privately because I've already invested my time into your success. What I will do is I will work with you and I will find you something that is going to be of a better fit. So I'm going to take as much of the risk on myself as possible. Okay. When fear wakes you up at the middle of the night and tells you just who in the hell do you think you are to achieve this, you need to answer back. You need to answer back by telling fear you're seeing through it. You see its weakness and you're now going to exploit it for your own benefit. If it's going to show up in your life, it's going to be for a lesson learned. No longer will you allow contamination and corruption to be part of your identity. It's time to take your power back. I'm here to assist you. If you have any questions on this, reach out to me, text or phone 636 699 7791. You do have the wealth already within you to create your desires into your reality. It's time you activated it. Becoming a healingpreneur. Could that be you? It's not just a career. It is a calling to help people peel back the layers so they can move into progress of their brilliance and their magnificence. If this could potentially be you, then I want to let you know, I am offering you the ability to train with me privately at the group investment. I only have room right now for one person to be able to do this over the summer. We're going to take a look at our schedules and we're going to fit training to where it it's a good fit for you, as well as what I have open. Uh, and you can take up to three months, not only to train, but up to three months to take care of your investment. But again, I only have an opening for one. Why is this? Because my trainings that I do, uh, it, even on the advanced side, are a little bit lighter over the summer. So it creates space, and that might be a space and a place that is waiting for you. So this is what I'd like you to do. Go to dawnlandrum.com, 
uh, click on the tab, become a certified hypnotist, see everything that is offered there. Uh, Again, it is at the group rate that you will be training with me privately. And then reach out to me. There's going to be a button that shows up on the bottom where we can have a phone call. And let's make sure that this and myself are the right fit for you. So healingpreneur, is that your calling?